Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Tutu Unleash. Thank you very much for clicking on this episode to listen to moi. I am back. You are back. We are back. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes, I will talk about it. I cannot start or talk about anything before I talk about it. Why was I gone for so long? That's the question that we all have. Even I have the question myself. Um, so I'm ready to give the answer. I think I'm also ready with a sort of reasonable answer to explain why I have been gone and have not been, you know, um, publishing any episodes. First of all, let me just start by apologizing for just dropping it like that. Um, and my reason isn't reasonable enough, by the way. It's just now that I realize and I'm like, I really need to get back because my reason is not reasonable enough. And I'll tell you why. And this episode will actually explain why my reason isn't reasonable enough. So um, I was going through a turmoil of uh, emotions, you know, and... In, in these emotions, I felt like I had nothing good to talk about. Um, at that time, I, do, I, I wouldn't say I was angry at God, but I was upset. You know, I was upset. I was going through things and I felt like, why is God allowing this to happen? I mean, we've been flowing so well. I've been God's favorite child. You know, he's, you know, that last born that is just so loved by everyone. Like all the siblings are the parents and the parents are the parents. <laughs> and just everyone knows that you are the last born. And there is just that softness when it comes to you. Not spoiled, but very protected. You know, I've been feeling like that for the longest time. For the 10 years of my Christian life, I've just been feeling like God's favorite child. And so, jiggy jiggy, you know, 2020, things are just starting to turn around. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> and, and through those emotions, I got to learn so, so much. I wish I had, um, you know, come back earlier. But like I'm saying, I feel like right now I'm getting the reason that it's not reasonable enough. And, <laughs> okay, let me stop talking in parables and just you know, kind of unfold a little bit. So, um, I've, I've been one of those that have been church hurt. And I, I, I visited another church and the, the sermon of it was offense. You know, the topic was offense. And one of the words that was said or one of the phrases that was said were, we have a reason to be offended, but not a right to be offended. So, no matter what anyone does to you, it doesn't mean that you are worthy to get up your things and start going and walking away and saying whatever bitter things you have to say because this person this did this or that, you know? You're not worthy enough for that. You don't have the right to do it. Yes, you have a reason, but you don't have the right to hold on to it. And I, I remembered my, <laughs> my church hurt experience. Um, and this church hit is, is mainly on my side because I had set very high expectations for this um, certain, you know, certain set of believers. 
And as you are getting to know people and you're getting to mature in your spiritual life, God starts unfolding quite a lot of things that he wouldn't tell you as a child. You know, it happens the same way for people that have kids, for mothers and fathers out there. Um, When your baby is two years old, there's a certain way you talk to this baby. You lower your intellectual down and take it down and start explaining color to them and all of these, you know, different shapes and animals and the sounds that the animals make. You say it differently. You say it for a two-year-old. But eventually when your son or your daughter is 18 years old or 21 years old, I don't even know what um, what age you have the talk with them, the talk of their bodies and all of these things. There is that certain stage, be it 16, I don't know now, um, but I think I had it when I was... Um, I was going for boarding, you know, so I had it at a very, 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 very young age. I think I had it at like 13 or 15 because I was leaving um, the protection of my family and I was going to stay in school. So my dad had to quicken it and my mom had to kind of like, you know, give it to me early. However, it did come through because I was going through that uh, change in my body and you know you you could see that okay there's an attraction to boys and all these stuff so that was the time that my parents had to talk to me um about the talk you know talk the talk so as a parent you 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 start seeing the different stages that your daughter or your son is going through and you know when to talk about this and when not to talk about it depending on the maturity of the baby so i i believe that you know 2020 was now god was like okay let's switch up girl you've been doing this for a very long time it's like you've been gradually you know changing from milk and then you know taking the thicker solids and you know i mean thicker liquids and moving on to meat now it's time for eat bones but before we get to the bones or before you even start chewing the meat on your own without me you know picking it out for you I need to show you the earth that I made you or that I put you in. You know, I need to show you the nation itself. I need to show you humanity. I need to show you, you know, real stuff, real deal before I start teaching you about real deal stuff of my kingdom. You know, you need to see where you are because, well, you're the servant there, you're the worker there. So you just kind of need to know a bit more of your company. So I I, I saw that and I was upset. <laughs> I was upset. I'm like, God, why are people like this? Why why are people you know I was very judgmental. I was I was just I was just so sad that were not all pure that were not all clean that were all not all fighting the battle of sin with much much you know power and energy that we're putting into it you know i was upset that we are different i was upset that i had put so much trust in men that you know it showed me the reason why god put it in his word that do not trust in men, rather trust in God. In fact, not rather, trust in him only and not in men because they fall short of the glory of God just as much as you do sometimes when you slip up, when you backslide, when you, you know, um, 
when it's 6 a.m. and you don't feel like getting up and laziness just kind of cripples you at that moment. That's how men are, you know. We are not perfect. We're all striving and we're striving differently. So I, I used to think, believe it or not, I used to think that, you know, when, when, you know, when the pastor says, wake up at 12 a.m. and start praying and watch the gates and stuff like that, I thought, okay, that means everyone in the house by 12 or, you know, by 2355, we will all, um, you know, get up go rinse our faces and come back and kneel down and start praying not knowing what to say but just say something because god appreciates it because you know everyone in the house is doing that i used to really 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 um think that naive as i as i was i used to really think that so now discovering um the weaknesses of men i got so offended i got so upset and I got so judgmental. So for the longest time, I haven't been wanting to talk um, or wanting to say anything or even, you know, bring up anyone into the podcast because I um, I felt very bitter at that time. I was so bitter. <laughs> I was so bitter. Um, so it, it also resulted into a bit of depression. I used to I, I say spiritual depression because at that time I did not even find it nice to open my Bible, believe it or not. I I, I it, it was it was no joy to open the Bible and start reading about this God and yet, you know, people in the world that are going to church are not even doing as much as you are. So why are you even doing it? <laughs> um so yeah. Um I got to see a lot of deceit. I got to see a lot of um I don't want to say lies, but lies. <laughs> um, yeah, I just got to see the weakness of people just as much as I am weak. <clears throat> like how right now I'm telling you that I was upset with God. I have no right to be upset with God. I have no reason to even be upset with God. You know, if if those were the olden times and I was I was upset with God just like Job, he would come to me and tell and ask me, are you the one who created all the four corners of the earth, even though it doesn't have corners? But you, you get what I mean? Like, do you know why the sun rises at the way it rises? Do you know how it was made? Do you know all of etc.? And I was not going to be able to answer him. Shame was going to cripple me. I was going to die of just shame and guilt. And I wouldn't even be able to answer. So... I'm sorry for that big sigh. Um, <laughs> but that's just to show that um, my burden has been lifted. Um, the burden of that offense, the burden of feeling like I have every right to feel the way I felt um, has been lifted. And I'm recording this on the day that I'm going to publish it. Um, it's actually, um, I was having, okay, I'm, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> but I just want to explain what really encouraged me to record it this time. Because, well, that's the main topic of today. Um, and so, I was just chilling. Um, I'm outside somewhere. <laughs> outside somewhere. I'm having my staycation uh, around a place in the city in Botswana, around Gabs. 
um you know and i was watching the chosen series if you don't know about it just go google it right now google it right now and come back and listen to this podcast because wow so it is um it is like a commentary uh series that illustrates the bible you know i say i stress the commentary part because as as human as an author as a director as a writer you know you want to when you you when you're shooting the bible that those parts where you know um are sort of kind of that sort of kind of gaps in it you know this day jesus is here the next day he's there the next day he's there and all of that is just one verse so what happens in between that was not uh particularly written or recorded by the authors of the bible so as a director as a writer right now you'd want to fill in some some gaps you know what i mean um not editing the bible in whatsoever but just kind of giving context and so that people can have that hunger to go double check it in the word and just encourage the hunger of the word so that's what chosen is practically about so i was watching season two episode three let me tell you let me tell you the whole series is wonderful it's amazing it's beautiful the 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 video quality is so clear it's clearer than netflix i tell you so it is amazing it's that amazing um okay so um episode three it's mainly on matthew 4 24 let me just quickly read it it says and his fame went throughout all syria and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic and those that had the palsy and he healed them and then 25 it says and they okay never mind so we want 24 so all the sick matthew here says and they brought unto him all the sick people so this entire episode um literally okay not the entire maybe um but the entire last part of the episode it shows you know all the sick people that jesus um was healing in all syria throughout all syria i don't know how big syria is but he emphasizes the all part because that's to show that the line was so long and even in the series it's showing that the line was so long and let me tell you he did not take breaks jesus did not take any breaks however his disciples were taking breaks remember this is not written in the bible either i'm talking about a series okay so in the series the the disciples were taking turns you know um simon would go um and help out with the line and help out jesus wherever he can and then you know they would kind of like rotate philip next and big john and all of those things so um that went on and on and on and on the entire day and i think they arrived and in syria that day that morning and jesus started seeing people up until the night so at night or during dinner time uh according to the series uh mary's mother i mean jesus mother mary came 
um and she you know she was just having a conversation around the fire they had a a small cute bonfire the whole um all the okay most of the disciples were there you know just talking about the experiences and how some of them just felt kind of unworthy of being with the messiah right now based on their backgrounds you know and so the conversation went on and on and on so if you know matthew you know he was a text collector so beginning of the series we see them before they were chosen to be a disciple so we see you know matthew and his um you know doing his business as the text collector and collecting money from simon and andrew his brother and how they had to go through many many things just to pay for the text just to pay for the text and to protect their families and etc so um now at the bonfire matthew uh in fact simon pointed out matthew because everyone was just talking about their backgrounds simon pointed out matthew and was like what about you you know do you feel guilty for what you have done you know and that they're fighting and so andrew kind of gets into the fight as well um you know against matthew because you know he was there with the brother and then thomas is there as well talking about how you know matthew was just doing the most he made their lives miserable and everyone is just sort of kind of not everyone but these guys are sort of kind of attacking matthew and big john is also trying to you know to protect matthew that you know what you also have your shortages you almost deceived us and this and that and that and that you know um speaking up for matthew so it ends up it it ends up so bad that they are standing and shouting and screaming and shouting and saying all these mean stuff to each other and my god this this part like this scene will humble you i tell you so that they're all in their emotions too much into their emotions you know simon and say all these mean things andrew is saying mean things to 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 matthew matthew is just quiet so big john um big john is just they're talking you know speaking on his behalf and saying you know what he was also you know he didn't have a choice to actually be part of the romans and collect texts it was to save his life and da 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 and that fight was happening when jesus walked in <sighs> my goodness jesus walked in he was walking so tired he was so tired remember he arrived that morning and he saw every person who was sick in Syria he did not do what these doctors these um doctors and and hospitals and stuff say okay we're cutting the line here you will come tomorrow no he was like this is your day the fact that you heard that rabbi is coming or the messiah is coming to town and you were like i am going to be healed and i am walking all the way to where he's stationed and i'm going to get my healing the fact of that only just that part i am going to make time for you so his human part which is energy and how tired he can get he 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 It's like he was just so much into the spirit he forgot about the energies that he has as a person you know 
And so he, he walked in right at the time that his disciples are fighting against each other and pointing fingers at each other that you are not worthy, that I don't, I expect an apology. And Simon was like, I don't want your apology. I will never forgive you for what you have done to my life. Matthew does that, that, that. And Jesus walked in. He walked in. He did not even have the energy to address them. He just said, good night. That was the one word he said to his disciples. And he went straight to his tent. He stood by the entrance of his tent. He was so tired. He was too tired to even remove his shoes. Too tired to wipe the sweat out of his face and just and just rest. He was too tired to even undress, like take out the coat that he was wearing. So his mother rushed to him and got to remove his shoes, wiped his feet, wiped his face, you know, removed the many, many coats that he was wearing so that he's a bit lighter for his sleep. He got him ready for bed. And his disciples were mute. They were so mute. I watched the scene and I was, I, I was humbled. Oh my God. Even as I'm talking, I'm getting too emotional because that's just how humbling that scene is. Please, I recommend you go find this um, series. It is free. You can find it on YouTube. They also have an app. It's, it's absolutely free. It's absolutely free. It's for everyone and anyone who wants to just see, a, you know, see the Bible in pictures, even though there's a bit of commentary here and there. So his disciples were so quiet. And at that time, that's when I got the title of this episode, which is the very first episode of Many and I Am Not Stopping. I can't afford to stop, not based on my emotions. Because at that time, God was working. Jesus was working nonstop, healing people that are worthy to be healed. Everyone is worthy to be healed. Healing the sick, freeing them from whatever devils and diseases and making them comfortable in their bodies so that they can be temples that are useful in this earth while they still have time. Jesus was working nonstop. And yet his students, his disciples, were too much into their emotions when God is working. They were unavailable to be used by Jesus at that time. You know, he he kept on telling them that a time will come and I'll give you authority to heal. They did not avail themselves for at least that time for, you know, for, 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 to help him heal all these people because he is alone against all the people that are sick in Syria. They did not avail themselves and say, God, we are here. Give us the authority now. Let us help you so that you can, you know, save up a bit of energy because we're traveling tomorrow. No, they did not. Instead, they were by the bonfire after eating and fighting against each other. Too much into their emotions when Jesus was working too much into your emotions that you are not available you can't even see the bigger picture that there are sick people out there you're fine you're good you're just tired from standing on the line or showing people where to stand but jesus is is healing 
is healing people. He could have used you. He could have given you authority at that time. But he did not because you were not there. You were not emotionally available. You were not available at all. What were you doing? Fighting your own brother. And then later on we find that one of the greatest commandments. You know, it's love God. Love God with all that you have, right? And then the second one is love your neighbor as thyself. Simon at that time, he wouldn't have, you know, spoken um, badly about um, Matthew the way he did if he loved him just as he loved himself. He would have totally forgiven him because he also had his flaws. Yo, so I stand here and I'm like, you know what? That's me. I am one of the disciples. Too caught up into emotions that I am forgetting that there are 10,000 people and many more people out there wanting to even get an idea of who Jesus is. Wanting something to hold on to. Having lost hope. Having lost all joy in life. But I was just so caught up because of a certain group that isn't doing as they practice. You know, as that, that isn't doing as they teach. So I was just too caught up judging these people. And yet, and yet, you know, there's many more things that God has planned for me. And, and, and one of the reasons, um, one of the wonderful lines that, Dr. Miles Monroe said about God's plan, you know, about his kingdom and etc. Just one of these teachings. Um, in fact, many of his teachings, I think he has mentioned this in many more of his teachings, but it, it perplexes my mind every time. It's that the only reason why you're still alive is because it's, it's because God wants to do something through your life. You're not created for yourself. That's the Kaya. You are not created for Impiloyako alone. You are created for the nations. You are created for your community. You're created for the international boundaries and the borders. You are created for something. God wants to do something through your life. For someone out there, not for yourself. So, yeah, like, like, you're probably listening to this and you're like, you didn't know that? Wait until it happens to you in real life. And you understand it through practice. That you know what? Emotions are just a distraction. <laughs> That's what Jesus is just trying to tell us. Emotions are just distractions. You can choose to give in to them and do nothing because your emotions will keep telling you you're not good enough your emotions will keep telling you you're not pretty enough your emotions will keep telling you you know what you're not worthy at all it will keep reminding you of your past because why the devil has a door and the door is your emotions and if you're moved by your emotions you will never go you know you'll never do as jesus says because a lot of things that God has and planned for us are beyond our thoughts, are beyond our emotions. They get us into that uncomfortable zone. And you're like, 
No, our emotions want us to be comfortable. So I don't intend to make this longer than it is because I've already explained the whole series. Um, but please do check it out. It is worth it. It is worth it. I tell you, it is worth it. So for that reason alone, that was my moment of turnaround. And I am glad because I'm I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm sorry, but I'm back. <clears throat> new renewed refreshed um i will talk more about my experience and where i have been and how i've been feeling for as long as it's aligned with what god wants me to do we're gonna do this so um be waiting for more episodes be waiting for any angle at all um i was talking to one of my friends and she's like you know you're always talking about god (laughs) Not even in a mean way. Uh, but you'd like to know what other people are, are doing out there. You know, atheists and other religions as well. How we connect, how we don't connect. Uh, just learning and not being ignorant because it's good, you know. Um, being a Christian that is ignorant isn't good at all. Because, hey, you will die just like all the atheists out there. You will die like all the sinners out there because you are ignorant. So it is good to learn and learn and learn about your country learn about your nation learn about you know people around you learn about all the different aspects of life so yeah i think yeah i'm back okay i'm saying a lot but i'm back if you have listened this far thank you thank you may god bless you may god protect you and if God shows you that maturity stage, when God reaches that maturity stage where he has to do the talk with you, please don't run to say God is not fair because he knows what he's doing. Trust me. For someone who's going through, I think, the first phase or second phase, I don't know how many phases are there, but for someone who's had the talk so far or a tiny bit of the talk thus far, um, it's not nice. I tell you, it is not nice. But you will see the purpose once you have overcome it and you are stronger from it. You will see the purpose. So may God, may God protect you. May God guide and lead you. This is longer than I thought. So thank you very much for taking on this episode. Um, to listen to more, we go.